You are. you are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business. business. So the hero and the family are two individual things that we look at in, in the accepting process. Sure. So Alexis Dries is our head of school and we the, the guides, which school is called teachers, but we don't have teachers. These guides, they're okay. there in the studios, not classrooms. And so in the studio, we kind of handpick, we want this perfect chemistry where it's almost this beautiful nucleus of energy. Okay. And uh, the guide is only there to keep that energy focused in the right direction. And gotcha. we are a Socratic school that's learner driven. So what does that mean? Socratic means that the guide doesn't know all the answers. She does, but she's not preaching or teaching them. Right. She's guiding them to find the answers themselves, find the answers themselves. That's the learner driven part. Yep. Like if they don't want to find the answers, they're never going to find the answers. Right. So the guide's <laughs> job is to motivate them and know which questions to ask every single individual that is going to inspire them and encourage them to want to do it themselves. And like, if they want to grab a magnifying glass and go outside and set fire, <laughs> what question are you going to ask as a guide that is going in, in the current quest that they're in? So we, in, in a quest, we have like this event. We're trying to learn for science. Okay. Um, how is energy transferred? Right. Right. You have conduction, you have absorption, you have convection. So if this is our science model, can I not just hand a magnifying glass to somebody and say, okay, well, here's one form of it. What are other ways that I can get this fire to start? Mm. So if I take this fire, this, this, <clears throat> lighter and I bring it here. So if I put my hand over, that's convection. If I put it next to it, that's radiating heat. If I touch something it transfers the heat through it, that's radiating sure. heat. Like all of that is the process of doing. And uh, that's, that's what we're doing is we let go of the reins and they take the reins and they ride the horse. That's awesome. And with that, you know, I guess how are you selecting the families? Cause that, I know I yeah. brought that back initially and then we talked about the kids. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's, it's through that process. It's, it's looking at the family, seeing who's bought in, and then the children, okay. the heroes, which ones want to do it. Gotcha. If they don't want to be there, they won't. Yeah. The, it, we, have the, we have the wrong, we have a recipe for disaster. And right. in most studios, you'll spend 90% of your time on 1%. Oh, and sure. if we limit what those problems, what those future friction points would be, by being very particular, and we can at this point. And uh, you know, I want everybody to apply, but it's not for everybody. Sure. And it going and reading Laura and Jeff Sandifer's book and understanding yep. what Socratic education looks like. What was the foundation of Acton? So we're even though we are an Acton school, our model is you. You mentioned Montessori. Um, we are going to be a balance between the liberal practice of classical education okay. and the Socratic approach. So our studio, studios are Socratic, it is learner driven, but our our guides are a variety of different educators and mm. um, I don't think a single hero learns the same way. Right. Like you go into my household and I have a 19 year old, an 18 year old, a six year old, and a one year old, the, the one year old is chaos. <laughs> and she is going to be that way forever. Right. She came out of the womb that way and she's gonna <laughs> go back into the dirt that way. Just chaos, mayhem, and anarchy. And she has to do, and that's how she learns. Sure. And that's fine. The six-year-old um, with his high cheekbones, just like his mom, he can sit down and he like look at 
music and language are the same in his brain, mm. you know, regardless if it's Italian or French or Portuguese um, or Spanish. It's just like, meh. He just, just get, he gets whatever. it. Whatever, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, notes, is that, you know, quarter note, half note, like, it doesn't matter. It's just another <laughs> language. And, you know, and then there's like my big girls who couldn't even be more different. So it's, right. and why hasn't a school ever made the center of gravity where every decision that's made off what is the best way to help this hero learn? Like, how has that not been the motivation of how we run a school? Sure. That's not the motivation, no, it's not. right? It's like whatever the current hot button topic is in propaganda or what is the current initiative from the government yeah. or what is the teacher into right now or what is the school into right now or what is the community into right now? I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, None matter. of that matters. What is the best thing for the hero? Yep. How do you, th I mean, do you see this or how do you see this? Because obviously with the way education is now, I mean, across America, it's not in the right direction. Yeah. So, I mean, do you see multiples of these opening up? Do you, you, you know, I, how I've do you had no change? less than a hundred requests to franchise. Okay. And um, until I have a proof of concept where this is perfect. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Once I know what's perfect and then I'll model what's perfect and that construct I'll be able to hand off. I don't need to make money off of educating the next generation. Um, I just need to ensure that the next generation is educated. Right. All right. So <laughs> yeah. um, the right way. <laughs> yeah. There's no position in this where I'm like, all right, I want to make some money here. It's like, how can I force multiply mm. as a green beret? My job is to be a force multiplier. Right. How can I do that with this? And, um, it was an early identification of a problem of holy crap. We are in, we're, we're looking into the eyes of what I think is the worst moment in Americans' education in our history and I say, okay, what are our solutions? What are our options? And this was the closest and first thing that I could do in trying to find a solution. No, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. What, so uh, obviously you own multiple other businesses and everything and kind of being the, the guy that's here and, and doing that. How do you manage your time? Because obviously, you're like, cool, we got four o'clock and you're busy and you got things happening and then you got family and you got to spend time with family and then run, would you say a dozen businesses mm -hmm. now? So a dozen businesses. I mean, I know I've owned 15 companies since I was 14 years old. So I know from a time blocking and different things like that that I've utilized, but I'm curious what you do and how you've applied that. I could pull out like some program apps that we use for you know, time efficiency stuff and um, even our organizational and task management and task organization, you know, we, we I have it right here, which is attached to me 24 seven. Um, I'm okay. vertically organized in an in inverted pyramid with um, the dissemination of power down to the lowest level where okay. I want the first, the, the, with clear communication and a clear direction, knowing the end state and knowing what their lane is, they don't need oversight. I know that sounds, Groundbreaking, right. right? But they don't. Sure. And and anytime that you are injecting yourself into an individual's work, like if they're doing the right stuff, can I come in here and like make small adjustments? Absolutely. Or can any portion of their chain of command, right. any of their management, come in there and make adjustments? Absolutely. But do I have to get in there? No. I want to be. I want to have it disseminated to the lowest level where I can just take my hands off and let them go. And so there's a, there's a huge degree of that where I have trust where I'm putting in the right people. But then on my part. You know, at the top, there's there's kind of like the executive team, and from that from that executive suite going down, I have an executive director, Justin Lake, and I know that's a mm -hmm. a nonprofit 
term, but we run a lot of our companies like a military organization, like a nonprofit. Okay. And um, so he, as the executive director, has the same authority as me, and then underneath him, he has directors. And each okay. of those directors for Sheepdog Response, we have a director of training. He's the highest. So all of the other things fall underneath the director of training because the most important thing in that business is the is training. training. Sure, gotcha. we have products. You know, sure, we provide services, um, security services, uh, escort services, um, armed services, all of those things. Thank you for listening to Making Bank. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And sharing is caring. Follow Josh Felber on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram for more. You can also listen to Making Bank on Amazon Alexa, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and watch on Apple TV, SuccessThinkers Network, Amazon Fire, and YouTube.